The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, it's me, Chriselle Lim, co-founder and CMO of Bumo. As a busy working parent myself, I felt like there was a lack of options for parents and I personally needed more support. So that's what we're doing here on Being Bumo. We're here to make your life easier, a little less stressful, and help you navigate through this complex thing called parenting. So subscribe now to Being Bumo at applepodcast.com slash beingbumo or wherever you listen to podcasts. Oh, gotta go. See you guys soon. Ugh, I'm not in the mood. Do we have to do this? Yes. Wait, are we recording? Okay, let's go. You're listening to The Alley Colbert Show. Welcome back to the Allie Colbert Show. I'm your host, Allie Colbert. Thanks for joining us on the pod. Thanks for coming back to the program. Oh my gosh. And by the way, oh my gosh, thanks for all the congratulations and all the love around the engagement. A little weird how connected you guys. It's not, I think it's nice that people feel connected, but uh, Jules and I noticed that like so many people were like, when you said you were engaged, we were crying. We were, we've got the chills. You guys are so perfect for each other. And Julian and I are kind of like, listen, like we're good. We're not like, we're not perfect. Like, hey, you know, and everyone's uh, just so blown away. And I'm like, we're a little confused, but it's lovely. It's nice. We'll take it. Feel free to send us engagement gifts. No, I, of course, appreciate the love, appreciate the celebration. More importantly, I've been thinking a lot about what it means to be a close friend on Instagram. On Instagram stories, as you know, you can be a close friend. Once in a while, you will suddenly see you've been added to someone's close friends list. You'll see their story. It will have that sort of green, that neon green outline like intimacy is a go green. Look at us here. And you say, wow, look, I've been sort of let into this candid, unfiltered place for, you know, only one's innermost circle. And what an honor, what an honor it is to be someone's close friend. And when I die, I would like it to say on my tombstone um, that I was many people's Instagram story close friend. I've been a close friend on Instagram story to many. And I think that's one of the most valuable things you can be in this world is someone's Instagram story close friend. However, I have a few, I know this is so unlike me, but I have a, I have a few critiques. I have a few questions. I have a few qualms. I do think that this is my one pitch to Instagram. I think the close friend, it should be an invitation. It should be a request. I request, you know, to add Brittany as my close friend. And Brittany has to accept. She's got to say, yeah, I agree. We're close friends. That's when she's at it. I don't get to just tell, go up to someone and say, James, you're my close friend. And then he's just, whoa, we're close friends. I didn't feel the same way. Like it has to be, it has to be reciprocated. It has to be mutually agreed upon. That feels uh, fair in the age of consent. And that's what 2022 is. By the way, it is the age of consent. So that's my tweak 
on the close friends thing. And I also just would like just a small caveat is that close friends can be used. You know, close friends uh, historically has been sort of a lawless place on Instagram, on the Instagram software platform. However, close friends can also be used as a place to flirt. And I will explain this method. What you do is you have a very small close friends list. Obviously, these are your true close friends in real life. These are the amount of people you can fit in the car. If you wouldn't pick a person up when they said, hey, I need a ride. They're not your close friends on Instagram. Obviously, that's no one listens. To you. I'm, I'm, I'm fucking with you. But what you could do is you have your close friends, your actual like, you know, the two friends you have in real life. And then you add the one person you're trying to bang to the close friends list. And they get to like have like, you know, like a little it's like a little sneak peek in the back. And it's like a little backstage pass, which that's fun to give out. That's cute. That has a little bit of like rock and roll and sex appeal. If you're, you know, if you're a player and you. okay, you get the picture. You get the point. You get the pic. I feel like every intro I like, like I fuck up phrases like I'm Ramona Singer on The Real Housewives. You know how she always like miss, she'll always say one phrase. She'll like combine a phrase with another phrase. There's like a word for that, which I will probably fuck up again right now. Like a malapropism. What is that? Malapropism. The mistaken use of a word in place of a similar sounding one. Right. Okay. So I'm a genius. Um, and this is also such a good episode. I'm like so excited about it. By the way, I'm going away to Europe for, <laughs> could you imagine if I said it like that for, uh, three weeks I'm going with my sisters and then I'm going with Julian for the second half. And I'm just saying this to brag. I just want to just put this out there and brag and say, yeah, you know, I do travel. I'm going to be kind of all over the Mediterranean, um, during the month of June, which is revolutionary. But maybe we'll do an abroad episode, an episode abroad about me not being able to find Wi-Fi. I think the part with my sisters will be all about uh, them drinking and me trying to not drink as much as them. And then the part with Julian will be Julian wanting to like go to a beach and go to like hot places when I'm like just want to go to a restaurant. That's what I'm anticipating, but I'm hoping for fun underneath it all. This episode, this episode, you guys, it is an amazing episode. And I'm proud to say it is the first gay man to be on the Ali Colbert show, as well as the first gay man to ever be on a podcast. Zach Noe Towers. Never before has there been a gay man on a podcast. We discuss how I believe I have a male brain and I have a lot of evidence for why I think this. We talk about being pansexual. We talk about uh, what it means to be gold star, why open relationships are more accepted in gay land, you know a soft coming out, attachment styles, what it means to be a side gay. It's a banger. It's a banger. So enjoy. Take uh, take your screenshots. Send them around. Do a little shit talking. Put it on your story. By the way, the amount of people that are sending me pride confessions and then writing in the email, please don't share this on the podcast. You don't get it. It's for sharing on the podcast. This is not for me. I'm not looking for reading material, you morons. If you're emailing the podcast, it's for the podcast. Jesus Christ. Enjoy the episode. You're not going to believe this. I don't even think Marshall's going to believe this. You're the first gay man on the podcast. Stop. The first gay man on the podcast. (laughs) Can we play a sound? Can we play like a... (laughs) We should play a sound of like... uh, 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 This uh, cheeks clapping. Um, and I'm so glad to have you here. Dan Savage couldn't do it, so we had you. <laughs> and it's ama- I mean, you are an incredible stand-up comedian. Thank you. As You're are hilarious. You. 
you you are in many a show. Aren't yeah. you in Dear White People? So I'm in one episode of Dear White People. Don't cut that out. Cut that part out. <laughs> You're in Dear White People. You're a stand-up comedian. Yeah. Where are you from? I'm from St. Louis, Missouri. Oh, isn't Nikki Glazer from St. She, Louis? It, we went to rival high schools Shut at different up. times, but we went to rival high schools. And I met Nikki officially on a flight back to St. Louis. Wow. I was seated next to her. And, and then we just started it? talking. Oh, that's so fun. Uh-huh. So did she sit in commercial? So get this. Yeah. This was like years ago. You were it was in a first. So, it was a Southwest flight. Oh, okay. So you just get wherever you get. Get where, yeah. Southwest is an airline that I only became familiar with through Julian because I don't fly <laughs> to those those states ever. Oh, fair. Okay. Drag us to hell. Yeah. Um No, what's funny is I was the one of the last people to board the plane and famously they only have middle seats at that point. Right. I know. And it's was, awful. There was a hot guy in the aisle and I was like, I'll sit next to the hot guy. Or Nikki Glazer. Nikki Glazer was the window. Oh, Nikki wanted to be with the hot guy and you fucking cock blocked her. It up. She probably, I mean, judging by how she, t- but I think she has a boyfriend now based on her reality show, like Welcome yeah. Home, Nikki Glazer. Question mark. Yeah. She started things up with her like hometown boo. I know. Do you think that was for the show? I like, you know, I hope so. You know, Nikki Glazer <laughs> said something once on her radio show that I often think about. I don't know why I often think about it. She said that. She stopped masturbating for a little while because after she would orgasm, she would feel depressed. Even by herself? Yes, specifically by herself. Wait, did you do you relate to that? I don't relate to that at all. Okay. I mean, usually what I do is I feel I, I feel that I'm very much I think I have a male brain. Okay. In some ways. So you're like fuck, fuck, fuck. So fuck, after fuck. I <laughs> masturbate, I usually think Whatever I'm, well, whatever I'm watching, I think, oh, fuck, that's disgusting. <laughs> or, or I'll think like after I, like while I'm orgasming, I'll be like, I don't, I want to fuck whoever I want. I don't need this person. Like whoever's <laughs> making me come, I like, I'm just like, fuck them. Do you feel that way when you orgasm? You know, honestly, I don't feel love. I do not feel love when I orgasm. <laughs> I feel hate. You have, I knew you had more like dom top energy than I did yeah. um, going into this. Oh, you're a bottom? I mean, God made me a bottom. I'm like fighting against it. Like I'm trying to like. You don't want to be a bottom. My goal is to become pansexual one day. You, we could do that. We could make that happen. Why is but, that so hard? Well, could you do it? What does that mean? Date a man? It, yeah. Or, I've, I've done it. I've done it. I'm pan. I don't like it. <laughs> I'm pan and I hate it. That's the name of this episode. I'm pan, pan and, and I, I fucking hate it. Hate it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just like the, I, I like the idea of like being finding something attractive about like women. Sure, you, I think you're you're gore. I think women are gorgeous. You're disgusted by us. I like no part of me is saying to touch any of your hot zones. That's how I feel. I mean, okay, let's talk. Let's get into it because. I have known, and I wanted, this was one of the first questions I wanted to ask you, is it, is it true that you hate all women? Oh my God. Is this, is this like a Z-Way type format where it's like gotcha journalism? It's so, as I was thinking, as I was on the way here and I wrote that down, I thought, wouldn't it be cool? Wouldn't it be cool if I was the lesbian (gasps) Z-Way? Yeah, you absolutely could be. I could. I think you are. In some ways, you know, I don't want to, you know, I'm not taking anything from her. I've always kind of been a sort of scheming cunt. (laughs) her words not mine that could also be the name for the episode yeah a scheming Scheming cunt cunt. have you had sex with a woman no Um, never you're a gold star gay gold star gay wow although gold star gay implies that there's some sort of negativity around having sex with women does it kind of it's like you get a reward for not having pleasured a woman i oh well it's gold star lesbian too it's not like it's good to not have sex with men i mean 
I can't imagine not liking penises, but I kind of understand the concept of it being like a goofy thing to like obsess about. It's like, I don't want a penis in me. Sure. I do like seeing a penis. I like, I like, I would love to watch a man jerk off. Okay. I don't know why. Like I have always watched that porn. I've, I, I think there's something so animalistic about a guy just being like, monkey juice. My monkey juice comes out. Like <laughs> monkey juice. Like, do you know what I mean? No. Like, no, but they're just like, they're just like, yeah. they're like on all fours. And there's another one being like, yeah, take it, take it. Like that. T- I love gay porn. I always talk about this. It's for me, it's the most realistic porn. Oh, like uh, both people probably want to be there and they're like both enjoying yeah, it. Yeah, I'm like, they love this. It's true. They have to love this. And it's because, and you know, this is back to my Dan Savage hole that I've been in. But in gay land, <laughs> in gay land, a lot of gay men have ha, ha, don't have issue being like poly or non-monogamous. Totally. I mean, are you are you in a relationship, by the way? I'm dating someone. And we're that, open. You're open. Yeah. That's just how it is, right? Yeah. It it's just I think because we are a little bit more sex focused. Yeah. I don't know. Like you said, like men, I don't know how many men come and think of like, oh, I'm so glad this is going into my beautiful vessel. No, yeah. they're like, is it a is it a tissue? Is it a flesh jack? Is it a bottom from around the corner? Right. You know, they I don't think they care as much. Well, I like the idea of sometimes I'm like, I like the idea of like, I wish I could come inside someone. Yeah. Because that feels like powerful. Oh, yeah, I love that. But <laughs> I love that, but I can't. But sometimes I'll think about that during sex and that will do it for me. That you want, that you're ah, like. coming you, I want to fertilize you. <laughs> Let me fertilize Spread you. Spread your seed. You are, you are meant to impregnate an entire village. Like Literally, that is your I vibe. I, I honestly, that's true. I feel like I'm some sort of tribal man. <laughs> I meant to spread my seed. I meant to have my legacy go on, but I thrive in partnership. I yeah. love having a person. This then leads into this conversation that we were having about monogamy. Have you ever been with a girl? I haven't. I rubbed a vagina over jeans. Yeah. Did she like that? Did Julian like when you did that to her? <laughs> yeah, it was the first day I met Julian. We were at sushi. I reached under the table and just gave her her puss you a little. Her puss. Yeah, a pat. And you said, "Do you pat. like that?" And I said, "Zach, get out of here. We have a reservation <laughs> for two. For two. When I met her, she was straight. She has never like been with a woman before me. There was one woman that she was interested in, and nothing materialized. And now she's with me, and I've sort of trapped her." This is fascinating. It's fascinating. Is it also, um, is she the first person that's kind of like blown your mind? No, I, this happens to me every few weeks. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm always, I'm often blown away when I first meet a person. Okay. I, I, I am very familiar with the process of becoming infatuated by with someone. Sure. But Julian was something special when I met her. It was like chills immediately. I've had that happen a few times, honestly, but the our connection is like so so strong. It's really feels like celestial, not to be like gross. Uh, like be gay, as gay as you want on this worldly, pod. We're so connected. The, our sense of humor, her her emotional intelligence, and on top of that, I think she's like 11 out of 10 smoke she's show. She's gorgeous. Yeah, so I'm gorgeous. like yeah, I'm like you're so fucking hot. I I love that she wants to be like a stay-at-home wife. 
Does she? Yeah, I love that. That's because this. Oh, that makes you nut real hard. Yeah, this is exact. I'm like, you're my woman. You stay here. You stay at home and you make me food. Like, I just, I am into that. And, yeah. you know, I feel so. Anyway, the monogamy conversation. You're dating someone and you're open. I'm dating someone and we're open. I think it's like you really have to trust the person. You have to not be like ashamed of your thoughts and feelings. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, like obviously every straight in every straight relationship, the guy, I cannot fathom a guy turning down casual sex on the side if the wife said she was okay with it. Do you feel like straight men in marriages cheat? Yes. Like, always. Yes. Always. I, I, I almost think everyone cheats. The question is, has my dad cheated on my mom? Yeah. I believe so. Dude, he's blown a load on some cocktail waitress. Yeah, I'm sure he has. Good for him. Yeah, good for him. And I think you should take a two martini lunch. I'm proud lunch. of you, dad. Yes. Yeah. Nut on strangers. <laughs> Nut on strangers. You know, but navigating then the emotional stuff. Yeah, of course. I mean, everybody takes it so personally. The The concept that one person could meet your needs intellectually, spiritually, and physically doesn't make sense to me. Well, I don't even think it's that there's a lack of needs being met. I just think it's that, yeah, I you satisfy me in all of these ways. And also I'm human. Like yeah, you have a need yeah. for uh, some Other strange pussy. pussy. So tell me this. How do you and your current partner, uh -huh. your current boyfriend or whatever you want to call him? Because yeah. you're not exclusive. Yeah. That doesn't mean he's not your boyfriend. We're like four months in. You're four months in. Three or four. Where'd you meet? We were introduced by Dan Savage. Now you're lying. No, I'm not. He's, he's, he's. Is this a joke? No. Do you know Dan Savage? Yeah. Is this a joke? No, I've been on Dan's show. He's been on my podcast. His writing partner is the guy I'm dating. Shut the fuck up. So basically I was on Dan Savage's show and his writing partner was like. Um, Savage his, Lovecast? Yeah. And he was like, that Zach Noe Towers guy was cute and funny. And then Dan texts me, do you like tall guys with deep voices? I was like, everyone in America does. Yeah. And um, sent me a picture. We sent, uh, we exchanged information. We live five blocks away and we like started dating. Oh my God. Isn't that cute? How did you meet Dan Savage? He actually. You fucked we, him. I fucked. I, okay. If Dan's listening, that's on the, he actually knows it's on the table. I'm pretty flirty with him. Um, but he started um, listening to my podcast. Because I have a sex podcast. Wow. Called Good Morning Sodomites. Check it out. Um, and you're going to be on it. Yes. Am I your first lesbian? No. I'll have to do a deep dive and tell you how many lesbians I've done. Yeah, I would love that. Um, but like, we're also new friends, you and I. Yeah, totally. Wait, um, oh, I'm your first gay guy. Fuck. I know. Wait, I didn't have a leg to stand So on. tell me, you're trying to have sex with Dan Savage? I mean, this is the thing. Dan Savage is a very hot man. Yeah. And I love... You guys have biting wit, both of you. Mm, both, thank you. Where you're both like... Kind of savage. Yeah. yeah. I just saw a clip of yours. First of all, you do incredible crowd work. Thank you. You're like, you're gay. And the guy was like, no, I'm not. And you're like, yes, you are. And yeah. you like went in on his bracelet choices and stuff like that. It was just very funny. Thank you. He was 100% gay. <laughs> I don't understand when people do that. Like, you can't just like, I mean, listen, I'm not trying to like out anyone. I'm trying to help, honestly. Totally. Like, Speed it up, babe. There's these people that are like, my favorite like musicians, Madonna. All I do is watch Golden Girl. I'm like, listen, I want to help you. I want to help you. You're gay. You're gay. You can accept it whenever you want, but just know, <laughs> know it. it. Know it for the next 10 years. You're gay. You I'm deserve to, you. you deserve to know, don't you? Like he, he needs a little help. Like there's <laughs> I can't stand when comedians when comedians that I know are gay go on stage and pretend they're straight. Name names. You know who I'm talking about. Yeah. 
I'm like, you can't be a comedian because the self-awareness is so low. Oh my you, God. You need to open your set by saying, hi, I'm a faggot. That's how I do it. If you're talking about getting pussy on stage, I'm like, seriously? It is, um, and it's a, an incredible disservice to like our community and like our standing. It's like, homophobic. Yeah. <laughs> It is. Internalize, it's internalized homophobia internalized for these people. Internalized homophobia. Do you have any of that? Because why do you seem so healthy about being gay? Absolutely. I have I have a ton. Let's but I'm, I'm actively getting over it. How? Like I used to hate the rainbow flag. I was very much like, I'm not like other gays. Happy um, pride, by the way. Thank you. I was waiting for you to say I'm it. I'm sorry, yeah. Um, did you do anything last weekend? Um, you don't seem like a, a, a crowd concert girl. It's You nailed it. Yeah. I don't have that. Yeah. Um, I don't do don't feel proud in that way. <laughs> um, I don't like I don't particularly like like these big groups outside. Totally. I, I want to be able to control who's in my space. And I don't like loud. Who also, are you? Everything feels like the future side of a mass shooting. Everything. <sighs> Sorry. Yeah. Is that allowed? To you be can said? say it. It's yeah. Super, I, I mean, I thought it, too. What were we just saying? Though? I don't know. Sorry. No, Internalized no, no, no. homophobia. Internalized homophobia. Yeah. I just like, I mean, I used to like being get, called gay was like the worst thing when worst. We, we were younger. It's like, oh, get like, oh, he has a nice singing voice. Gay. Oh, his clothes are iron. Gay. You know, it's like. It's like, sorry, I look good. Yeah. Sorry, I look good and sound good and more talented than you. Like, It's unbelievable. So it was just like, oh, I don't want to be that. Yeah. And so like. I even called, I still call things I don't like gay. Yeah. I'm like, oh, gay. Me too. Sometimes I'm like, that's gay. Yeah. But it's so funny to me because I love being gay. Now being gay is my favorite thing about myself. You're really proud. Very. Would you choose gay if you had to or you choose straight? Gay. Why? Um, I think we are forced to really examine who we are as people. That's true. And there's a lot of straight people just walking around blind. Blind? Like not doing any inventory on themselves, not doing any like, why do I think like this? You know? Yeah. We come through this like fear-based, scary, I could die being myself. And you're like, no, I want to be myself. Yeah. I mean, I think this goes into like why gay people feel comfortable expressing like sexual desires and like knowing their taste, what turns them on is like, we've been in a position where are you six years old looking at yourself in the mirror going, why is my pussy wet from, you know, Jen Anston on Friends? <laughs> Like, you know what Same. I mean? Like, I had to, like, really think. I'm yeah. like, okay, I'm five and I want to finger someone. <laughs> like, there's some stuff for me to work through. I was also yeah. a little perverted five-year-old. Oh, I was perverted. Uh, we had a place called Discovery Zone, uh -huh. which is, like, you tubes and tunnels. Yeah. yeah. And there were male attendants. And I would wrap my arms and legs around their legs <laughs> and look up their shorts to, like, look at their dick and balls. Isn't that amazing that yes. you're that, like, awake at that age? Yeah. I, and I didn't even know what I wanted up there, but I wanted it. Yeah. You're like, give me that banana. Give me that fucking banana and berries. That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> I have a memory of being in kindergarten. I swear <laughs> to God, I have a memory of being in kindergarten. I had just gotten my ears pierced because we were allowed to get my ears pierced early because, you know, my mom wanted me to get ass. And <laughs> I'm in kindergarten. I'm walking down the hall. And I remember these like second graders walked by and I tucked my hair behind my ear. And I thought to myself, you know, someone's going to want me. And I was in kindergarten. Oh, my God. Like, that yeah. is how like and I remember thinking when I was little, like I, oh, I adults don't understand 
how much I like I get. How much I understand. And I always was like, when you get older, remember how much I get. Remember how much I get. And I, you know, I'm like, kids understand everything. Kids understand everything. Some of them. Some of them. I mean, obviously, straight kids don't get shit. <laughs> Keep throwing sand in the playground. Zach and I are like, mm, check out their, that, those yeah, Look at that bulge. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely remember like, Gay babies. like being like in like middle school, not middle school, like elementary school at like Olive Garden family dinner and like Olive I, Garden. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. kept it. We kept it fucking class. I grew up. Isn't poor, that I'm where, poor, that's where the family is? Yeah, uh, it? When, you when you hear your family. family. Yeah. When you hear your family. Um, I was poor. I was white trash. Poor white trash. So yeah. that was like a fancy restaurant. Yeah. Um, But I remember like seeing like guys at other tables like dads and just like eye fucking them as like a a third grader you know just like like with my, my butt cut you know just giving these guys the eyes oh my god they're probably like what's wrong with that yeah, little kid that little- you thought it was like mutual I mean I thought I stood a chance wow and so at what point do you come out I had a soft coming out at 16 a soft coming out where I told my closest friends yeah what did you tell them um, I'm bisexual okay this is like I kind of want to yeah okay I wrote like 30 names of classmates on a piece of paper and I gave it to one of my girlfriends and I said, I have a crush on six people on this list. Oh, so clever. <laughs> and they were like boys and girls. Yes. You're just like burying it. Yeah. And like, mind you, With I'm all like, the six guys. Um, no, no peppered in some women. Of, I was, I was, a, I'm unfortunately part of the reason bisexuals are not believed as a community. Me too. Me too. I used it as a crutch. It was I'm just sorry. easier. Like, yeah, I'm bi. And when Do you, you want say to you're apologize bi, to the bi community right not now? Not really. You know what I've heard recently is that if you're not pansexual, you're kind of like. Transphobic. Um, yeah. That's a really interesting conversation to have. <laughs> Should we not have it though? No, I mean, I think because the, <clears throat> let's say the implication there is if you're bisexual, you are subscribing to the binary. I like men or women. If you're mm-hmm. a pansexual, you're saying I like people that identify as men, people men, people that identify as women, people that identify as non-binary. Is that transphobic or is that sexual preference? Totally. I do you have the answer? Can no. we get Dave Chappelle on the line? I, <laughs> <laughs> you know what's really funny is we steered so far away from what you originally asked me. What did I originally ask you? I don't know. But I was talking about Olive Garden. Olive Garden, you were like, I fucking older I men. I fucking at the older table. men. Internalized homophobia. Internalized homophobia. Yeah. Okay. And you feeling shame around it. And I mean, do you still have any internalized homophobia? I'm sure I do. Are you ever like when, you know, your boyfriend touches you, you're like, don't touch me? (laughs) No, but I was watching him play kickball. Don't ask me why. Stop the recording. (laughs) Yeah, I do sports kind of. Uh Um, Kickball's so fun. See, I'm not that. Like you led me right into that. I know. Well, dude. Yeah. Um, But as he was playing, my ex and his dog came to the park. Yeah. And I was talking to my ex and the dog. My current guy runs over to give me a kiss. And I like had to push him away. Why? Because like I didn't I hadn't told my ex that I was like dating. How long had it been? Two hours? Um, like a couple months, they were kind of back to back. And you were worried that he would be offended that you've moved on? Yeah. That's I mean, so it's nice worried. of you. I'm surprised you wouldn't want to kiss kiss in front of him. I broke up with him, though. So you're being really sensitive. Yeah, it's being really sensitive. Was that a monogamous relationship? No. Okay, so let me ask you then. How do you navigate the open thing? Like, do you tell, what are the rules? That's a great question because everyone has different, like, boundaries and rules. Yeah. Um, Ours is pretty flirtatious and sometimes <clears throat> come. Um, sometimes we use 
our like little escapades as like ways to heat up the conversation. Like, give me an example. Um, yeah, he was like, oh, I got uh, a blow job. This guy just wanted to give like no reciprocal head. Yeah. And like my guy, oh my God. Say is no reciprocal again. No reciprocal. Mm-hmm. Is that not the word? No, it's just funny that that's like a word you, like it's just such a non-dirty talk word. Oh yeah, no. You want something reciprocal? <laughs> you want something mutual? You want mutual reciprocal? Well, and... <laughs> Mutual reciprocal. Mutual mutual reciprocal. Also a funny name for the episode. Um, (laughs) uh, my my dude shoots crazy loads. That will be the name for the episode. (laughs) Marshall goes. Marshall goes. Awesome. (laughs) What does that mean? Like a lot of cum. Like a lot, distance, and like volume. Uh, what is this? The Olympics? What do you do, mean distance? You're measuring? He would qualify. He would qualify for distance. It's one of those things where aesthetically, Marshall, it's brilliant. <laughs> like Marshall said he knows what you mean? Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's beautiful to watch. What? It's like a fountain. It, it's just like a, yeah, like the Bellagio. Like the Bellagio music. Dun, 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 You know, come just bam, bam. Wow. And you think it's done? It's, it's not, not done. done. Wow. Yeah. It's like a hose. But so I like, like, I love to watch it, obviously, but like, it's like a lot. Do so you like, swallow? See, no. I, I don't mean, blame I, you. I would. And I do, for the record, oh, God, listeners, I, I love to swallow the right load. But not the Bellagio? But not the Bellagio. Oh, it's too much? I'm not trying to get a stomach ache. Oh, you get a stomach ache from swallowing. I can only imagine if you swallow half a cup of cum. Did you see Kourtney Kardashian said she was swallowing <laughs> Travis Barker's cum to help her get impregnant? Yeah. You believe that? That can't be right. I think that was like a bro doctor being like, got her, man. Yeah, you know what'll really help? If you Eiffel Tower her. <laughs> That'll help you get Did pregnant. Did you see Kim Kardashian's um, I Would Eat shit. Poop? Ugh, give me a break, Kim. It's so Why would you volunteer that like it's information? It's so funny to me that she's married. She was married to Kanye, who is basically like, you know, go Trump. Oh, slavery was, you know, black people. It's their fault that they were slaves. Remember these insane things yeah, he would yeah, say? Yeah. And now she's dating Pete Davidson and she's like, vote blue or blah, blah. I'm like, give me a fucking break. Just pick something, girl. Just pick something. Okay. How do you come? Oh, he was saying how the guy swallowed all his cum. And I was like, that's fucking hot. And then that makes you want to... F- and are you ever worried about him becoming emotionally entangled with another partner? No, because I am that person. What? Oh, you're the one that's going to do that. Like, I'm avoidant. Meaning? Um, like you withdraw when you're interested in Attachment styles, I'm, I'm avoidant. Like Everyone I, asks my attachment style. I don't know. Can you explain avoidant. them to me? <laughs> I'm avoidant. But yeah. what are the attachment styles? Um, It's like anxious, secure, I'm anxious. and avoidant. I'm all three. You can be a mix. I'm anxious, secure, and avoidant. Yeah. But what does that it mean? Is like You're anxiously attached to so someone. So anxious people are like, kind of like, um, why isn't he texting me back? Should I text again? Like, uh, what what should I do? That's Julian. Okay. That's my And girl. then avoidant is like in it. And then when that person starts to do that, they start to like- That is me. Withdraw. I'm 100% avoidant. They're like, oh, sorry, been at work all day. I couldn't be more avoidant. Yeah. I'm so avoidant. Yeah. I'm yeah. gone. And then, you know, it's so funny- there's the most anxious and uh, avoidant in the dating pool because secure people are in middle of the road. Yeah. And they're in relationships. And, yeah. and it doesn't take them long to like find one. It's like, yeah, I can do this. This I works. I think I'm a healthy mix, but I have a tendency to be avoidant. 
dude, when you said you nutted and you don't feel love, like I was like, yeah, you you literally said I want to go to my penthouse. I don't know. Like why. that's the most avoidant thing. I, Cuddling I, is for fucking faggots, I man. I don't know why that's what happens to me when I have an orgasm. It's like this like chemical thought I have of like be alone. You're an alpha. I'm an alpha. I, I really am put on this earth to spread my seed and to impregnate women. And it's, I, I don't understand, like, why am I in this tiny 5'2 <laughs> Jewish tra- uh, trans, I said trans, Jewish <laughs> lesbian body. Would you, would you jump into a straight male body if you could? Okay, here's the thing. This is how I know I'm not trans. Oh, I, and I wasn't trying to do gotcha journalism with like, you're trans. No, here's the thing. I know I'm not trans because I'm not like, this isn't my body. I don't have this dysphoria of like, I wish I could grow a beard and why am I? Right, right, right. I just see, I just can make the connection that if I were a straight man, I would fucking crush pussy. Okay. I feel the exact same because I identify with my body. I love my penis and I love Yeah. But if I were in a hot girl body, oh, it would be game over. It would be over. Oh, what would I'd you do? I'd be literally like strolling frat row. <laughs> I know. Like, come on, boys. Isn't it insane? I got some holes that need filling. I know. I'm but, a bowling ball. Stick all your fingers in every hole. <laughs> but if I had, like, if I were a girl, yeah. I think I would feel very different about it. You'd be like more cautious. Yeah. Protected. Yeah. And I probably wouldn't desire sex the way I do as a as a guy, as a bottom, yeah, as a, bo- a hungry bottom. So let me, so let me ask you this: as a bottom, as a gay man, <laughs> I'm speaking for all bottoms. Speak now. for all bottoms. Speaking for all bottoms. That's another title. <laughs> speaking for all bottoms. How often is sex with your partner fully penetrative sex? So this is kind of interesting. I don't love penetrative sex. I honestly, I love to hear that. Yeah, I'm a side gay. What's a side gay? Side gay is like kind of everything, like the side dishes. If anal is the main course, you're tapas. I, I, I'm I, yes, I'm mac. I'm the fried mac and cheese. We're at the Cheesecake Factory now. Um, <laughs> I'm avocado egg rolls. I'm pot stickers. But I don't need like the fucking two pounds of pasta. So what does that mean for people you're dating? Do they um, struggle with that? Because they're like, no, I I would like to have the chicken piccata. Yeah. So, um. I'm kind of like newly identifying as like a side gay. Is that a term or yeah, you made that up? It's it's new. Side gay. Side. A side gay. And so side that's that could be that's anything that's yeah. anything. Okay. Hands, mouths. It's just like anal, as I'm sure we all know. Anal's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. It's like an application process. And here's the thing the dude I'm dating now has sent two guys to the hospital. Shut the fuck up. From his dick. It's so big. Yeah. What what is why do they have to go to the hospital? So both guys like fissure. <clears throat> um, one guy like herniated something. I don't know why I keep looking at Marshall. I'm sorry. It's just like, I- I just, keep thinking you're going to a censor. Like, can we say that? No, I'm just like, this sounds so crazy that I'm kind of like trying to be make, I kind of somebody like, oh yeah, I hear this too. But he's just, I don't know what he's doing on TikTok. Yeah, no. So, um, uh, I'm joking. I love TikTok. I love TikTok. <laughs> um, he, yeah, he's very, he's a big dick. And he's like very, he's the sweetest man you will ever Sweet meet. Sweet big dick. So I know these bottoms had it fucking coming. Yeah. But they um they both like I think tried to do too much and Take they it. overexerted themselves. Yeah. Keep taking it. Yeah. And like Whoa. so one it's like a girlfriend of the gay of the bottom told him that, oh yeah, I had to take him to the hospital to the hospital later that night. Yeah. So he's uh, yeah. So I'm a little intimidated double time. Have with you him. had it with him? No. Just oral. Isn't that interesting? 
I find that to be so interesting. This is another thing that I, I don't understand why straight couples, well, straight couples, I mean, they don't even have a choice. Could you imagine if a woman went home with, with a guy and said, I don't, by the way, I don't really, really like vaginal. I mean. Her, he, he would say goodbye. I'll send you an Uber home. You don't think Walk he'd settle home. for the mouth? He would, but she probably wouldn't get anything out of that. Except a fat, juicy load. It's a, it, right. It's, it's, it's really amazing, like, the optionality around sex when the, when the definition of sex becomes... I asked this question on my podcast. How do you define sex? Do you define it as penetration? It would be a little, a little bit more difficult in your case. No, I think sex can be... I think sex can be... I think it's oral sex. I think it's fingering. I think it's any sort of sensual touch that is turning you on that's I, I don't care I yeah. want it to be like I mean I don't think making out is sex okay is it if it is I'm a slut no I don't think making out is sex um, but I think it, I think it, it can be penetrative with like a strap on or it can be penetrative with your fingers or it can be some form of scissoring or oral like I just think it's not V and P do you what, what's your relationship P and to v, excuse me P and V penetration what's your I don't like to be penetrated right. with a strap on Okay, but fingers cool. Yeah, Tongue, yeah, yeah, cool. yeah. Everything. But like, is there? Do you? Okay, are you the guy who's sending the girl home in the lift if she's like, I don't get penetrated? No, no. But I enjoy like if I'm with a girl who likes to be penetrated, I like to. I have fun using a strap on. Oh yeah. Oh my god, yeah. And uh, 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 feels so uh, uh. good to me. It's a lower ab workout. Yeah, it's a lower ab workout. I can't believe how men are able to do it because it's exhausting. The first time I topped, I woke up with the worst pain. Is it not so much work? It is so much work. I'm like, I'm bam, exhausted. Bam, bam. And it's all like, it's, like it's soul localized. <laughs> it's so bad. I want some, I want a gay man there being like, go, 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 go. look in the mirror. You're a survivor. You're a warrior. Yes, bitch. It's really a lot of work. Yes. What I'll do is I can actually put a vibrator under the strap on. Okay. Like a tiny little one. Oh, okay. up against your chotch? Yeah, up, up against my cheech. So that... When I'm topping, that, I actually can come. That's hot. Yeah, I'm in heaven. Do you like to time it so it's the same time? Straight people love. Well, I mean, to, that's not to try. That's not. That's a straight. That's some straight bullshit. There. Okay. I don't need oh. to time anything. We're just not an orchestra. Do you, Do you have multiple orgasms? I could have endless orgasms. Wow. One after the other after the other. In fact, I consciously have to be like, okay. It has to be done now because it, there will never be a point where I'm like, sure. I'm done. Because sure. women famously have no refractory period. Wow. We, and men, you guys have to like, Dude. what do you, you have to so, go for a walk and take a nap before you can mm, do it again, right? So as we age, yes. Yeah. Like when we're younger, it's like, it stays hard. You're like, I'm going to just keep jerking off. Right. Now I'm like, I'm good till next Tuesday. Isn't But I'm also, Tuesday? I'm on an SSRI. I should say that I'm on meds. Me too. 12 like, years, Lexabro. Oh my God. Uh, like a year or Zoloft, yeah. I can tell it from your eyes. I'm also- <laughs> Do I look like fucking no. high? No, I'm joking. Um, no, uh, I'm also on Wellbutrin. I, I was about to say you're also on Wellbutrin. Yeah. To help with the sex. Yeah, to help with kind of everything. The, the Zoloft made me- You should me- add another. I'm open Trio. to it. Trio. No, you know I was scared to take the first pill. Now I'm like, what else you got? Yeah. Mm. Oh, oh I'll, yeah. I'll try I love that, that. One. Let me try that one. Yeah, Lexapro's always worked for me and it has not impacted my sex drive. That's amazing. Mine's yeah. leveled off a lot. I mean, mine's come back a lot. I go through waves of that's, feeling like super sexual and feeling like not at I all. Think that's the human experience. Is it? Yeah. Okay. 
Wait, I had another amazing question for you, though. I know you did. You probably have a bunch. I have so many. I, I don't even know why I wrote any of this shit down. Wait, what were we just talking We were talking about penetration saying? and you needing a stopping point because you'll keep coming until you die. Oh, yeah. I'll keep coming until I die. <laughs> stopping point. Refractory period. Oh, yeah. Did you know about vanish mode on Instagram? Yes. Tell me about it. Um, I actually don't use it. Someone just put me in a chat with vanish mode. I'm like, what are you trying to do? Did you feel disoriented or I, did you feel I don't scared? Know. If or? you go into it, the messages disappear. Yeah. What is is the point of this vanish mode only to have an affair? Yeah, probably. Isn't that insane that these these uh, devices like did you see the new iPhone update is going to allow you 10 minutes after sending a text to edit or unsend? I kind of love that. I fucking love that. Okay, like, good. Thank okay, you for okay, helping okay. me out, Apple. Yes, yes, yes. It's yes, amazing. Yes. Apple should have had that years ago. Honestly, even Grinder has unsend at any point. Wow. So at any can, point. Now, but That's it, like Instagram. The, the, yeah. The flaw though, and Grinder's in this building, so I know they can hear me, yeah. is it says message unsent to the person. That's what WhatsApp does. I'm like, what is What's fucking wrong with you? Like, if you're going to let me clean up my mess, don't fucking make yes. a scene about it. Thank you. I hate that. I wonder why. It's probably Apple's fucking dickhead like trickle out system where they give us like, a crumb. Oh yeah, every they said that you'll buy the next. So and I'll I get will. the next grinder. I will. And I okay. fucking will. I can't stop. The update like 10 years from now is like you can send well, whatever. <laughs> you can send photos and they disappear on Instagram. But it like fades out. Yeah. It's like the photo's gone. The titties are gone. I love to send things in invisible ink on iPhone. What's invisible ink? Oh, when you like write it? Oh no, it's like you you pick it as like the way to send and like the person has to rub the message to see what it says and then it disappears again. To, I need to, you have to show me that. I've never even. Oh my God. Wait, do so you know fun. it? Okay. okay, I need to see It's this. very fun. Visually, it's very, but you can even send dick pics that way. So it's dick like. Dick pics and you have to, what, scratch and sniff? Yeah. Oh, baby. Could you imagine? Do you often send dick pics? Um, Not as much as I used to. I welcome them. Right. What is I, with men sending flaccid dick pics? I don't know. I honestly. I don't get that. That's once in a blue moon. Although the best um, thing you can say if you get an unwanted dick pic and it is hard. Yeah. S- respond back and say, ooh, yeah. Now send a picture of it hard. <laughs> <laughs> that's then, so funny. Yeah, it just like highlights that it's not that big. No, I think that's great. Yeah. Did, he, did you send it to me, Marshall? Oh, yeah. Let's see. Marshall sent it to me. Message sent with invisible ink. And then what do I do? I You like rub it. I am rubbing it. it. Nothing's happening. Nothing's happening. Dick, dick, boobies. That was the message. There you go. So you have to click it. If you, and how do I do that? I want to send send these all day long. Okay, so when oh, you r- write in your thing. Digital touch? No. Write in a text just like you normally do. Hello. And then you see how it has an arrow. Oh, yeah. I see. Hold Invisible it. ink. Yeah. And you can do slam yeah. where it goes Slam you. Slam you in the pussy. Yes. Pussy slam. That's hilarious. I love that. Tell everyone where they can find you. Oh, Zach Noe Towers everywhere. Z-A-C-H-N-O-E-T-O-W-E-R-S. TikTok, Instagram, wherever. Send a message in Invisible Ink. Yeah, and um, I'm in West Hollywood. So on Grindr, go to West Hollywood geographically and like, let's chat. 